Writing your oncology case report is a huge undertaking, and it's easy to make silly mistakes that can derail your entire writing process. That's why you need my brand new masterclass, the three-step framework for a finished case report. In this free masterclass, you'll learn three of the biggest mistakes to avoid when writing your case report, the secrets to actually finishing your case report, no matter the patient case you've chosen, and my proven three-step framework for starting and finishing your very own oncology case report. Save your seat today at theoncopt.com slash framework. Again, that's theoncopt.com slash framework. You've been studying for months. And now it's finally time to take your exam. You know the content for the exam, but what's your plan for actually surviving it? Yeah, and I do mean surviving it. In today's episode, we're covering what you need to actually survive your PT board certification exam. Welcome to the Onco PT Podcast, where you'll learn from oncology experts, practitioners, and patients to help you on your journey to become a confident and competent Onco PT. Here's your host, Elise Decker. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Elise, of the Onco PT Podcast, and it's officially March, which is really exciting. Things are finally warming up, at least here in Texas. But more importantly, what that means for a lot of us is that it is time to take our board certification exams for physical therapy. And maybe you're like me. Maybe you've actually already taken it by this time. But we still have quite a few weeks left in that time frame, not just for oncology, but for other exams that are taking place. And I wanted to come out with an episode that talks about, okay, what do we actually do to survive? And so I'm breaking this episode up into kind of two parts, the days leading up to the exam, what you need to be doing, and then the actual day of the exam. So without further ado, let's dive in. What do you need to know about the days leading up to the exam so that you can survive, well, your exam? So I would say the first thing that you need to do, at this point, you've already registered, you should already be in the process of actually, you know, having all this stuff delivered to you. And one of the really important things that should be emailed to you, at least it was in my case, was your test ticket. And this is your test permit that actually says, yes, you may take the exam. Print out that ticket and save a virtual copy to your device. I was going to be extra careful because I, there was no way that I was not going to be able to take this exam. So I did both. And I'm really glad that I did. I had my paper copy I was able to, you know, obviously bring with me. But in the off chance that I forgot it, I still had a backup on my phone. And so that was just one less thing that I knew I was going to be stressed about when it came to actually take the exam. And there's a few different emails that you might be getting leading up to the exam. You know, reminder, print out your your test permit. Here's the, the address where you need to go and what time you need to be there. Make sure that you know all that. I actually wrote it on my test permit as well as told everybody that I knew and wrote it in my calendar so that I just had that constant reminder of when I was supposed to be taking the exam and where I was supposed to be taking it. Which leads me into number two thing you need to be doing. Days leading up to the exam, practice driving to the test site. Now for me, the normal place where I usually take these standardized tests wasn't available. And so I live in Fort Worth, Texas. I had to drive to downtown Dallas to take the exam. And 
this isn't something I talk about on the podcast a lot, but driving in downtown Dallas raises my blood pressure so much. It's so wild. There's so much construction going on. Yeah, it's cool, but there's a lot going on, and I didn't know where I was going. So the night before, I actually went up and I uh, hung out with my study buddy, who I've been studying for the exam with for months now, and she let me crash at her place, which was really generous of her, and it was a shorter drive for me, thank goodness. So I was able to drive down there, but what we did the night before my exam is we practiced. We drove down. We were taking the exam at the same place, different days. So we practiced where do we go? What's our turnoff? And it's a good thing we did because I actually erroneously made us miss our turn. And so we definitely took a scenic route to actually get to where we were going. And then when we did get to where we were supposed to be going, we couldn't find the parking garage at first. But as soon as we drove around once, we knew exactly where it was. And then the next morning, I knew exactly where I was going and I had no problems whatsoever. Even though it was raining, even though it was foggy, I knew where I was going, which was huge. And I would highly recommend that for anybody who's preparing to take the exam. Know where you're going. Practice. It doesn't hurt to practice. And then if, well, heck, something goes wrong, you've still got a little bit of a buffer to say, well, I know generally where I'm going. Number three, stop studying. I'm serious. As much as I was trying to cram stuff in leading up to the oncology board exam, at some point I knew I could feel it that I wasn't going to cram any more information into my noggin. It just wasn't going to happen. If I didn't know it um, at that time, it was not going to stay in my brain leading up to the exam with all the excitement and all the nervousness and all the anxiety. Stop studying. So what I did was that night of the... The night before the exam, my study buddy and I had a, a question and answer session where we just answered people's questions about our expertise, which was outpatient oncology, physical therapy on our, you know, our private Facebook group. And we just chatted. And then when we were done with that, you know, early in the evening, that's when we stopped. We didn't do any more study. At that point, we went, we practiced driving, we picked up dinner, we came back to her place, watched a little TV and then went to bed. And I'm really, really glad that I did that. Having that little bit of a brain break, if nothing else, I think just helped me get into the mindset of, okay, I'm going to do this tomorrow and then I'm going to be done. Don't get me wrong. That didn't fix all of my nerves, but I'm really glad that I didn't try to cram everything into that night because I know it would have made me more restless, more stressed, and I wouldn't have you know, gotten what little sleep that I actually did, which we'll come up to here shortly. So stop studying. And use that time to pack up your things in preparation for the next day. So for me, I got together my water bottle. I actually did fill it up. So that way I did have some water in it when it was time for me to head out the door because I did have to leave pretty early. I laid out my clothes. I got my bags all packed up. I did as much pre-packing for that morning as I possibly could. And so again, I had my test permit exactly where I knew it was going to be, the printed out version as well as my phone. I had all my devices charged up. I made sure that I packed some snacks. And then I also made sure that my glasses were handy so that I could just take them in with me. I, you know, I wore them and then I didn't have to worry about, oh crap, where are my glasses? I need them. So lay out all of your stuff so that when you wake up the next morning, you're ready to grab it and just go. And with that, I would highly encourage you also plan your outfit purposely. 
If you want to wear something super cute, great. I showed up in super comfy clothes and layers because I know that sometimes I get cold whenever I go to these, you know, proctored exam facilities. And so I wanted something that I could layer on or take off in the event that I was uncomfortable with the temperature. Overall, the place where I took the exam was very comfortable. I didn't have any problems. You know, I was just wearing my jacket and everything the whole time. Comfy shoes, just be as comfortable as possible in what you're wearing. So that's not one more thing that's distracting you from the exam. I don't know about y'all, but I get really distracted with any little thing that could possibly derail my mindset. And I knew that I didn't want my outfit to be just that one more thing that would potentially distract me. Next up, I would highly encourage you, don't eat anything crazy the night before the exam. So my study buddy and I, we went to a, a place to pick up food where we had previously had food and I ended up trying something different. And so quick disclaimer here, I tried truffle fries and I like the idea of truffles and you know truffle things, but I think I might be slightly allergic or have some kind of sensitivity to them. And what ended up happening was I was so nervous the whole night that I was going to cause myself some kind of GI distress because of what I ate that I didn't end up sleeping as well. So that was really dumb of me. And in hindsight, I really wish I hadn't have done that. And I had just stuck with the meal that I typically get from this particular establishment. So save the crazy food for the night or the day after the exam. Don't be eating the crazy stuff on the day before the exam in the off chance that you know, you make yourself sick or like me, you make yourself worried about potentially getting sick. That's probably a personality trait of mine, but you live and you learn, right? The last thing I would say before you actually take the exam, the days leading up to the exam, make sure you're resting. Try to really take care of your body and rest. And maybe rest for you looks like sleeping. You know, really trying to get a good night's sleep in. Maybe it looks more like trying to exercise regularly, eating good balanced meals, participating in some kind of meditation or prayer or other stress relieving activities. But use that time to try and take care of you. Again, to try and put yourself in a really good mind space so that you feel as good as possible going into this exam, because this exam is big, it's huge. And you wanna make sure that you're taking care of you as best as possible. So that way, when it is time for the exam, it is the day of, you feel really good and you can just let your knowledge carry you through the exam. So those are the things that I would suggest leading up to the exam. Now let's talk about the actual test day. So for me, I took the test on a Saturday. That was what ended up working with my schedule. Again, when you schedule your exam, there's a window in which you can take it, you know, pick the day that works for you. But that's something that had already been decided, so I couldn't go back and necessarily change anything. So the morning of, I got up, you know, my alarm went off. I actually didn't sleep very well the night before, I think because of many different things. But I kind of went into autopilot because of all the steps that I had taken leading up to the actual day of the exam. So when my alarm went off, I got up, I, you know, got ready, I put on the clothes that I had laid out. All of my bags were pretty much packed, which was so nice. And so I just basically threw a couple last minute things in, zipped it up, 
carried it out to the car. I think I topped off my water bottle, you know, because I had drinking some during the night and I made sure I had everything. Again, grab your stuff, get it into the car. And as much pre-packing, pre-planning you can do, it's just going to make things easier for you. Again, I was working with a little extra because I had spent the night at my study buddy's house, so I did have an overnight bag. But if you're just leaving from your house, maybe you don't have that. But it's still important for you to make sure that you have your stuff laid out and you can just grab it and go. Again, don't forget that test permit. That's going to be the thing that actually lets you into the exam. And if you don't have that, sorry, bud, which would really suck if you spent all that time preparing for it and then you forgot it. So again, all my stuff was laid out. It was really easy to just grab it and go. Tip number two on the day of the exam would be get there plenty early. Again, even though I knew where I was going, I wanted to make sure that I gave myself plenty of time in the off chance that on a Saturday morning, downtown Dallas would be wild. Traffic wasn't bad, thank goodness, but I will say that the weather was kind of crazy. We did have some rain, which wasn't too bad, but it was very, very foggy. And I think that would have made me nervous if I hadn't have driven down there the night before and seen what everything looked like in the dark. And then when I got there in the you know, semi-daytime, but fogginess, it wasn't so scary. Which again, maybe that's not a problem for you, but that's definitely something that I know would be messing with my mind when it comes to day of exam stuff. I definitely tend to psych myself out about that stuff. So again, got up there. Uh, the building I was in was a very tall skyscraper, you know, got into the parking garage, came across, came into the building, went up the elevator, found it just fine, and it was super great had the time, got there early. So then as the test site people were opening up, they do pre, so the facility I was at, they do pre-test cleaning, like they clean the whole facility every morning, frequently throughout the day, and then at the end of the day as well. That was one thing I was very pleased to see is that they were definitely doing a lot of cleaning in between uh, you know, all the different test takers. We weren't just the only ones there for the exam. There were, of course, other exams taking place. And you know, very good about spacing. That was something that was really comforting to me. And that was one more thing I didn't have to worry about, again, with all the stress and the anxiety of the actual exam. So get there plenty early. So that way, if you need to, you know, kind of pull yourself together, take any kind of breaks beforehand, get your stuff all lined up, it's easy. And I think we were probably... I was there with another person who took the oncology exam, and I think we were there about the same time, and I think we started maybe a little before eight or right at eight. They were extremely, extremely efficient. It was wonderful. Very, very, very pleased with my experience there. And so then it's time to actually take the exam. So you get in there, you get all logged in, you know, they do the security checks, you know, make sure you're not carrying any, you know, cheating materials. Check your stuff, get in, logged in, and then you start the exam. And I don't know how it is for other exams. I don't know if this will be the same format in the years to come. But the oncology exam is four different blocks that you get an hour and a half for each of them. And then you get a total time of 50 minutes for rest time. And so you go through the exam and you have the option after every section to take breaks. I would highly recommend you take those breaks as you go. It is so nice to be able to get up, get out of that environment, you know, because you're in the separate room. There's all kinds of, you know, clicking going on. You know, people are taking tests. I think it just, 
it was really nice to get away from that environment for just a short period of time. You know, get out, walk around, drink some water, because you can't bring food and drink into the actual computer space where you're testing. So I would go out to the little locker that they provided, drink some water, just take a little mini break, you know, not think about the material. And then when I felt good, I would go back in and I would repeat that. And so what I, how I structured things was I took a short break between the first and second session. I took a longer break between the second and the third. And then I took another, you know, kind of mid-sized break between the third and the fourth. And I'm really, really glad that I did that because I found that I was actually getting very fatigued during the end of the third and through the fourth section. And for me, you know, was that a was that related to just I mean, it's a it's a big exam. Was it the exam that I was just tired from? Was it the fact that I didn't sleep worth crap the night before? I don't know. Could it be all these things? Totally. But I think having even just the physical, okay, I'm going to leave this room, I'm going to take a break and then come back when I feel a little more refreshed was was really comforting. And one of the things that I really, really appreciated, I didn't know this going into the exam. I think because I just didn't really think about it that much. But what I was extremely pleased about was whatever time you don't use in your test blocks. So let's say you have an hour and a half for the first block and you only take an hour, for example. Then that 30 minute time period you didn't use gets added onto your rest time, your break time. And so for me, I did not take the full hour and a half for the sections. And so I ended up with quite a bit of break time. So I didn't feel quite so cramped Although a 50 minute break time is really good and I don't think I needed more than that. It felt nice to have that buffer time to just go down because the restrooms. So in this facility, again, kind of real time here. So I'm in Texas and Texas, the week and a half before I took my exam, had the big snowstorms. Lots of stuff got shut down. We had freezing pipes where they they burst and then there was a lot of damage and this building actually had some damage so their bathrooms on the 12th floor where I took the exam weren't working however there were lobby bathrooms and so at first that was that was something that made me really nervous is oh my gosh I have to go down 12 floors to get to the bathrooms but even with that 50 minute time period I I it was plenty of time no problem. I was able to walk around a little bit, just kind of stretch my legs. Again, take a little bit of a mental break. Really, really useful. So all this to say, you get that 50 minute break time. But then if your test was like mine, you also get potentially some extra break time if you finish the sections early. Don't rush just to get break time. But know that that is something that I think was really good. The last thing that I want to make sure that you do on the day of the exam is after you finish the exam, I want you to leave it behind and go celebrate for real, whatever that looks like for you. For me, I went home and I plopped myself in front of the TV for pretty much the rest of the day. And that was it. That was also how my Sunday was, too. It was so nice just to sit and not and do mindless things and not think about anything, especially the exam. Particularly because we don't find out the results of the exam until mid-June. At least this is what I was told, you know, on the finish screen when you finish your exam. 
I still have, so if it's the first part of March right now, what, like three and a half months until I find out? That is such a long time. And I don't need to be thinking about how I did because honestly, I can overanalyze all I want, but I won't know until I actually get that score back. So don't forget to celebrate because you worked really hard to get yourself to this point. You have been studying for so long and so much material, all in the pursuit of being able to serve your patients to the best of your ability. And I think that's really, really awesome. And I'm I'm really, really proud that we made it this far. And I'm looking forward to seeing everybody on the flip side of this after we get our exam scores back. But, you know, even just after we finish the exam, because this is a huge accomplishment. So this is very much based on my experience. I hope this was very useful for y'all. I know that people are very different test takers. But I think having a little insight into how the process works is really useful. And I hope that you have a pleasant, successful board certification exam experience. And I'm looking forward to celebrating all of you when you are board certified clinicians. So congratulations. If you haven't taken the test yet, here is a premature congratulations. And I wish you all the best on your exam. Have a great rest of your day and happy testing. Let's face it, 2020 was a rough year for OncoPT. We need a fresh start to get back on track for the new year. On Tuesday, March 16th at 6.30 p.m. Central Time, I'm hosting a workshop called Five Things That Separate Newbies from Confident, Competent OncoPTs. I'll show you the five things that you need to know in order to be a comfortable and confident OncoPT. After the workshop, you'll know exactly where you need to focus your time and energy so that you can serve your patients better. This workshop is free, and I'll save time at the end for your questions. I'll see you 6.30 p.m. Central Time on Tuesday, March 16th, and you can sign up with the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the OnCo PT Podcast. For more episodes, visit theoncopt.com. 